email todayradio at rte.ie. And the text keeps coming to 51051 about the issue of older people being asked to limit their movements once again. And people are angry. Listeners are angry, I think. Uh, some of your texts, one person says, Sarah, it's the 16 to 25 year olds who are drinking and hanging out in parks, parks and house parties. That's the problem. Their parents are at risk, but it's this age group that should be locked down. Um, and Des says the crisis in the past week has been caused by non-compliance among the under 45s principally. And the solution is to lock up the over 70s. Unbelievable says Des. You can keep your text coming to 51551. Now, the government in the UK have made a U-turn on their approach to grading of second-level students following a debacle that saw 40% of A-level results downgraded by their exam regulator there. This brings further pressure on our own government to change its calculated grading system for Leaving Cert students. But the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, has reiterated her assurances that the process here will treat students fairly and equitably. Well, I'm joined now by Carl Cullinan, who is Head of Research and Policy at the Sutton Trust, Dylanka O'Leary, Sinn Féin spokesperson on education, and Patrick Costello, who is a TD for Dublin South Central. And Patrick, I might start with yourself. Your thoughts about this? Lots of concerns being expressed as, as to whether it's likely to happen here. Would you be concerned? Um, well, I would be concerned because I think you know, the, the results in the UK, the standardisation process was which they've reversed and they've taken a U-turn on now, raised a lot of questions about just how equitable and fair it was. And I think the important thing that we need here is is transparency. So if any algorithm or standardisation process is to be used, we should be seeing what that is in advance. You know, people like Carl, who have the expertise, should be able to see what's under the hood and kick the tyres, you know, and make sure that it's fit for purpose. Like, one of the problems with the UK was you saw schools in disadvantaged areas being having significantly more um, downgraded students. Then you saw small, independent, expensive fee-paying schools, you know, recording higher levels uh, higher levels of A grade than in previous years. So that's not really very fair or equitable. So, look, this is a complex process. This was always going to be difficult once we cancelled the Leaving Cert exam. But it's just at this stage, we need to know exactly what any algorithm or standardisation process is going to be so that, as I say, experts, statistical experts, people like Carl here can kick the tyres and make sure it is as the Minister says, equitable and fair. Sure, and obviously you're a Green Party TD, Patrick, and the Green Party is in government with Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil and lots of calls for Norma Foley, the Education Minister, to come out and give some of the clarifications that you're calling for there. Have you been in contact with Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael? Has the Green Party looked for this? What should happen now? Should we hear from the Minister today? I've written to the Minister's office, certainly, and I think that there should be some sort of engagement with um, with the opposition and spokespersons in relation to this, and some sort of just, as I say, we need to know more about what the standardised process, process looks like so that we can properly assess it to make sure it works, to make sure it is fair. OK, so you what know, have I you asked for in, in your letter to the, the Minister? The most important thing, well, I've asked her for exactly that, to, make, to, to have a bit of transparency around this. And when did you write to her? The details. Um, I wrote to her yesterday um, after the the difficulties emerged in the UK. Okay, so no response yet, I'm assuming? No. No. Um, Would you expect a response in the next one or two days and are you asking her to give clarification in relation to that this week? Um, I would. Look, I'd hope for a response as soon as possible. But I think, as I say, we do need the clarification. I think we do need just 
transparency. So part of the thing is, you know, people need to be able to trust whatever process is designed and people need to be able to know that they are being treated fairly. And to do that, we need to have as much transparency as possible. Okay, because the Minister obviously has said repeatedly indeed um, that the system will treat students, and I quote, fairly and equitably. So is it not good? Is that not good enough for you? Do, Do you not take that at face value? Well, part of this is about building the confidence of the students who are who, who've had their summer and you know their potential future turned upside down, you know. And it's about instilling confidence. And while I I have trust that the minister will do this, it's about instilling confidence in the school, in the parents, and everybody having pro- confidence in the process. And the best way to do that is through transparency and openness. Okay, and sorry, just to be clear, you would like to hear clarification, transparency and openness in relation to that this week? Well, as soon as possible, yeah. All right. Um, As I said, we also have uh, Carl Cullinan, Head of Research and Policy at Sutton Trust on the line. Um, And Carl, I know that you've been looking very closely and and you've been speaking publicly in the UK about what has happened to their system there. Um, How likely do you think it is that the same thing or something similar at least is going to happen here? Um, well, it, I think there's a there's a big call for the for the government to make now. So all four nations of the UK all had similar but not exactly the same systems in terms of the algorithm, and all four have eventually had to backtrack under under public pressure, public pressure and, and, and retreat to the original teacher assess grades. So I think this government has to assess the risk. Uh, uh, at this at this point, about whether they will end up having to make the same mistake, England had a had a week after the Scottish announcement in order to get its house in order, and it failed to do so and ended up making the same U-turn. So Ireland has the benefit of having some extra time to to take stock of the situation, and we've heard. You know, obviously reassurances from the minister, minister will be heard, similar, similar reassurances from ministers across the UK, and those were not borne out. Mm. So this idea of it being fair and equitable to all students, that, that actually isn't clear in terms of what exactly that means. Because yeah. the defenders of the system over here would say, in terms of socioeconomic gaps, that those gaps did not increase. Um, so the the overall, the final situation was actually better in terms of gaps than it is in a normal year. But in order to get that, they actually downgraded the lower socioeconomic status students more. So it's fair from one perspective, but not from another. And it's only when the results were published that it became clear and the the kind of human face of these statistics and these numbers became clear. So that's going to be a very difficult process for for, for the government to manage when when they're published. As Patrick has pointed out, we're speaking in somewhat of a vacuum here because we haven't been given the information from the department as to exactly how this algorithm will work or what factors they're taking into account. Um, But we have been given some indications to how they think this our system will differ from from what was uh, deployed in, in the UK. Um, the, the, one of those is that uh, teachers will be given percentage marks rather than grades and the department is saying that will give officials considerably more detail in terms of coming up with um, the calculated grade. Do you think that will make a big difference, Carl, to have percentage marks instead of grades? Yeah, I think so. One of, one of the big problems, particularly in England, was that the, the grades assigned by teachers were effectively ignored in the vast majority of cases. It was actually only the rank ordering of, of pupils plus the historical performance of the school that determined the final grade. So that decoupling of the system from the original teacher assessment is what caused a lot of the problems. And uh, I think our, the Irish system, for, on the face of it, does sound slightly different. And uh, I think hopefully they'll have learned from the mis- mistakes made over here, and they've also said they'll they'll account for outliers. And outliers mm. was a were a big problem in, in the UK. So you had 
students from low-performing schools uh, who were real kind of high flyers, who were kind of the tall poppies were, were chopped down a bit and, and they were moderated down to the, to the historical average because they happened to go to a, a, you know, a poor-performing school. And that was kind of abhorrent, really, for the, for the public to see. And I think if the Irish system is going to command any level of confidence, it needs to avoid those kind of situations. Um, of course, the reason for all of this, for, for having calculated grades and trying to put some sort of standardisation in, in place is um, to, to just make sure that there isn't grade inflation and that teachers aren't over or giving their, their teachers or their students rather um, inflated grades. And, and we have a text here from a teacher saying um, that they know some of their colleagues, uh, some of my colleagues as this person, entered seriously inflated grades. If the government don't employ some standardisation, I'll be furious. Grade inflation will seriously disadvantage students using old results to get courses. I hope I can afford a decent solicitor to defend me against parents in September, says this teacher. Um, is it accepted, Carl, that there does need to be some sort of standardisation on, on that basis, that otherwise grades will be greatly inflated this year? Well, it was a, it was a total consensus ac- across the UK that standardisation was needed a number of months ago. Uh, the problems happened when the, the actual grades were published and it, it, the, the whole system became untenable. But as you say, um, some sort of standardisation is, is definitely desirable because obviously you want fairness across schools. Uh, if if the, the situation that we've ended up here where we've reverted to just the kind of raw teacher grades privileges schools that have inflated their grades and mm. punishes those who are more kind of fastidious. It also creates issues in terms of comparability with next year's students and last year's students who might be competing with this year's cohort for university places, internship schemes, etc. So the, the grades, the teacher grades on their own are, are, are very problematic and it's, it's not a situation uh, that kind of fixes everything and makes everything fair either. Okay, Donica O'Leary, Sinn Féin TD is also on the line and you can hear what Carl is saying there, uh, Donica, that, you know, there's no simple solution to this. What is Sinn Féin proposing should be done at this point? Well, look, I mean, first of all, it's about two months ago since I wrote to the Minister asking for the model to be published, and I welcome that other people are calling for that too. Um, it's, and I welcome in particular the government TD on now saying that they're calling for that, so I hope that that will push the Minister to do something. But, like, we are dealing with a real lack of transparency here, and the Minister replied in the PQ to me telling me that uh, it would be published after the results. Like, what is there to hide? Like, I don't think that that's good enough. There's countless students out there who are very, very worried uh, when they're looking at the situation in England, Scotland, Wales and the North, that they are going to suffer from this. And the reason that it caused such outrage uh, is because people felt that because of who they were, where they were from or what school they went to, that their results were revised downwards, regardless of how hard that they had worked. And that, uh, while at one level standardisation seems academic, on another level, it has real impact, and it could have the impact of, of meaning that students could miss out on the course that they wanted, uh, and it could also mean, and this is just as important, that students could end up failing a subject or failing the leaving cert who should not have done so simply because the past results of their school. Mm. In my view, if it's not only essential that the minister publishes this, she needs to demonstrate how the model is so different that it will ensure fairness, that uh, any of the issues that have arisen uh, will not arise here. And I have to say, I am doubtful, I am sceptical. I did not support school profiling. I made that clear in May uh, to the Minister. Did you have an uh, alternative, though? Well, in my view, that like I mean, I'm not sure that the space exists to do this at this point in time, but in May, I believe that the 
uh, focus should have been on maximising third level places, uh, on giving as many people as possible their first choice and for those courses that there was uh, intense competition, that it's not possible to do that, um, that there would be uh, a university run evaluation or examination for those courses uh, and to take the pressure off this so, so you wanted to get to not use any, any standardisation process at all? Well, I wouldn't have been in favour of the calculated grades and I wrote to the Minister in Charge at the time, uh, Joe McHugh, to say that. Okay. I also but would Sinn Féin have, to, have put in place... Sorry, just I'm just not clear, Danica, and I'll let you make the point, but would Sinn Féin have put in place any standardisation process to ensure that you didn't have a school who decided this is a great chance to get you know, our general performance up and let's give all our, our students you know, great grades or whatever it might be? Did Sinn Féin have anything to put in place to guard against that? Well, look, as I say, I didn't support calculated grades in the first instance, but even in the instance of calculated grades, given that the government had placed so much emphasis on their belief that the grades provided by uh, teachers and by schools uh, would be would be accurate and would be fair to students, and I know that te- teachers have been making every effort to be fair to, to, to students. Okay. Uh, if they were so confident in that, then I believe that surely randomised checking at a high level and not destroying the examination documentation or the documentation, which I think is obviously an error now, uh, that that would have been enough to eliminate right. and reduce some of the great. I want to go back to yourself, Patrick. All right, uh, Patrick, I want to go back to yourself because it's not clear uh, at, the, at the moment whether students, when they get their Leaving Cert results, are going to get their calculated grade and the grade that their teacher gave them. Um, now, I think that that is what happened in the UK. You, you got to see what your teacher had given you and then you got to see what, what your actual result was once once it had gone through the process. Should both of those grades be made available for each subject for students on the day of the results? Or, or sh- is it OK that they might, might be coming out afterwards? Well, I think the reality is the teachers are going to have a record of what they gave their, what grades they gave to their students, and they're going to be watching their students. Teachers are, you know, hardworking, dedicated bunch who care about what results their kids are getting. I certainly know from my leaving cert that on the day of the results, all the teachers were there talking to us about what we got. What yeah, we that, didn't that's not get, a formal, the appeal, formal approach, no, no, no. though. But 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 the reality is this is going to happen. So if this is going to happen, let's do it in a way that is is. is fair and equitable and I think they should be published so that be, so that all students can get it not just those who have a good relationship with their teachers. Alright, well thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's Patrick Costello, Green Party TD, Donica O'Leary, Sinn Féin TD and Carl Cullinan, Head of Research and Policy at the Sutton Trust. Back after this. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.